Alright, we're back with another episode of Exploring the 616. I am your humble host, Ryan. Humble? Yeah, I'm pretty humble, I think. <laughs> I am Ryan, and this is Butthead. <laughs> Shut up. I mean, Carissa. And we... Oh, before we go any further... If you have not seen the first two episodes of WandaVision, turn this off. Go watch them. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You. Why? Don't don't turn this off. Don't watch no, them. No. If you I'm have kidding. if you haven't seen the first two episodes of WandaVision, turn this off. Go watch them. Right. And come back. Tell people what to because do we're going to we're going to talk about the show because what we read today ties into the show. So if you haven't watched it, go ahead and stop this. Don't listen to him. So, what did we read today? I don't know what it was called. You know? Wow, way to pay attention. Can't even tell me what we read. Can't even tell me the title. I don't remember the title. House of M, number one. Now, do you know why I chose to read Yes, this? I do. I'm, come on. Uh, it's obvious. Okay, well, you want to... Tell the good people what happened. Because it's, it's kind of in line with WandaVision. Yeah, yeah. But a more extreme take, but yeah. Yeah. But you want to tell the good people what happened? No, just you can tell what happened. Okay. Well, a um, little bit of backstory. They explain it briefly in the beginning. Yeah. Anyway, backstory. Uh, Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch. This is before this issue. They explain it. She has mental breakdown. She loses control of her powers. And the Avengers have to fight her. And in the process, she kills Hawkeye, Ant-Man, and her husband, Vision. And after that, she slips even further into her mental breakdown. Because she not only killed her friends, but she killed her husband. And she... I guess Professor X takes her to Genosha, which is um, used to be a mutant city, but it was destroyed. So she's there in isolation, but she is essentially losing her mind. She's creating uh, this these artificial realities where Vision's alive again, and she's pregnant, and she's giving birth, and they're having twins, and it's great. But then Professor X comes in and he's like, enough. This isn't real. You know it's not real. Cut it out. And she throws a fit. Comes out of it, you know, remembers, holy crap, I killed the Avengers. And it's really wearing Professor X out, which is a big deal because Professor X is one of the most powerful mutants. He's one of the most powerful psychics. So when it's too much for him, you know it's a big deal. So the X-Men and the Avengers get together, and they decide, what are we going to do about Wanda? Because she is one of the most powerful mutants. You know, she can alter reality at a whim, and she's in the middle of a mental breakdown. And they're basically getting together saying, is it morally acceptable to just kill her? And they're kind of split down the middle. The X-Men are little bitches. No, no. Yeah. 
No, because not all the X-Men are on board with it. Cyclops isn't. Whatever. Kitty Pride isn't. Um, but no, they're kind of split down the middle. Um, the only person who really seems to be vocally in favor of it is Wolverine. Um, the other ones are either just kind of on the fence or just completely against it. So they decide, you know what, we can't just kill her. Um, we need to go see her and see what's going on. So they all fly out to Genosha, and she's not there. Because they don't realize Quicksilver, um, because he's so fast, he was able to speed in and out of the meeting, knows what they're talking about, went back, told their father Magneto, hey, you know, they're plotting to kill her, we need to get her out of here, so they do. So when the Avengers and the X-Men show up, she's gone. And then all of a sudden there's this flash of light and you see Peter Parker wake up um, in bed. I don't remember, I almost want to say it's Gwen Stacy. I almost want to say in this reality Gwen Stacy is alive because that's what happened with that bright flash of light was Wanda's final mental breakdown where she changed all of reality and that's why Peter Parker all of a sudden wakes up in his bed in New York next to his wife all of a sudden he has a kid he's married to I want to say Gwen Stacy but I'm not sure it's been a while since I've read this it's either Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane is blonde now but one of the big things and they don't talk about it in this issue they talk about it after because this is Wanda's reality, you know what I mean? She changed it all. Mutants are now the majority, and non-mutants are the minority. You know what I mean? So instead yeah. of mutants being the ones that were oppressed and outcast, if you're not a mutant, you're an outcast. And You know what I mean? Yeah. So what were your thoughts overall? Well, um, my first thought was actually thinking that um, Professor was is the one that's full that is the one that's speaking to her in WandaVision but I don't isn't he dead or I forget. Well not in the MCU because um Disney just recently bought the rights to the X Men. Well I don't remember if he died or not when we watched all the X Men movies. Well he he did in the X Men movies, but if the X Men show up in the MCU it'll be a completely different storyline, it'd be a completely different uh -huh. take. I don't know, and I saw that one part in the comics, it just made me think, like, oh, I wonder if that is the person that's trying to speak to her in WandaVision. Possible, but I personally doubt it. Um, but I'll, I'll share my thoughts after you finish. There are a lot of things I want to say. Um, I also was confused because I thought her brother was dead, but I know it's probably different. Again, yeah. you can't go off of the movies. Well, that's things the thing, happen different. That's the thing books. that confuses me because every time I read these things, it's a lot different than what we watched. Yeah, Disney had to pay more money for Quicksilver because that was a Fox character. In comic books, there's no rights over characters. Marvel owns all the characters. Yeah. Um. Okay, another comment I had was 
the Avengers and X-Men being in the same universe is weird to me because I, like when I was younger, I guess I just kind of always thought that X-Men was like, I don't know, like lame or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, I just feel like, because I used to, I, when I was younger and stuff and people would be like, oh, Marvel or DC, and I would always, in my head for some reason, I always thought that X-Men was DC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know, to me, even though I know now, because obviously I watched all the movies and crap, and you always talk about it, I still felt like it was just weird that they were all together. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a, there's a lot more, I mean, a lot of comics where the Avengers and the X-Men are either teaming up or even fighting. There's a, There was uh, an Avengers versus X-Men comic series. I don't remember what, what brought it on, but for whatever reason, the two teams ended up fighting. Anyway, what else you got? That's basically it. Oh, that's um, it? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, going back to you saying, now, again, we're about to get into WandaVision, so if you haven't seen it, what the hell are you still listening for? Um, yeah, you're talking about the scene where the radio is glitching out. Yeah. And somebody's calling out to her. Because I didn't recognize the voice, and I feel like they probably wouldn't have it be voice that everyone knew. Yeah, I'm, I didn't recognize it. Sorry, I was yawning. Anyway, uh, the reason I don't think that would be Professor X is because, like I said, in the House of M, when she has this mental breakdown and she alters reality, she makes it so that the majority of the population are mutants. I'm wondering if they're going to take a similar approach with this, where either at the end of the series or maybe even later on in the movies... You know, because maybe the series ends where she still hasn't fully control gotten control of her trauma. Because, you know, she's going to be in the Doctor Strange sequel as kind of an apprentice to him. So it's possible that either at the end of the series or even in the Doctor Strange movie, her mental breakdown gets so bad that I think she might create mutants. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um... And there's little hints in the two episodes that we saw so far that imply that they're going with the House of M approach. I actually saw a thing online. If you... The the wine bottle, the wine that she served in the first episode, um, first of all, the label was an M. But then the name of the wine, it was French. But if you translate the label to English, it's House of Misery. House mm-hmm. of Misery, House of M. Yeah. Um, so it might be what they're going with. And another reason I think that they're taking that approach is you saw in the comic book, you know, opens up where she's giving birth to yeah. twins. And remember, in the end of the second episode, she's pregnant. And obviously that's a fantasy world because Vision's dead. All that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, both are parallel where Vision's dead in both of them. She creates this fantasy world where he's alive and now she's pregnant. So I think that's the approach that they're going to take. But we won't know for sure. Although that will be badass if they bring X-Men in within the next few years. But you never know. So what did you think overall about it though? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was alright. It's 
one of those series where you got to read the whole thing to really yeah, get that's, it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But the nice thing about events like this is there's only eight issues of House of M. So mm. you really could sit down in a day and read it all. However, there are tie-in issues. Yeah. So if you just wanted to read the main event, House of M, there's only eight, you could read it in a day. However, then there's like four or five, you know, Amazing Spider-Man tie-ins. Yeah. There's, hold on. There's four or five X-Men tie-ins, four or five Captain America tie-ins, you know what I mean? Yeah. To where there's actually hundreds of issues. But if you just wanted the main story, you know, like um, you've seen trade paperbacks. And like FYE has them where you can get a whole comic book story in one book. Yeah. You could probably get a House of M book where it's just House of M 1 through 8. Um, but it's worth reading. You know, even if you if you don't want to commit to all of the offshoots and, you know, whatever. Just read House of M 1 through 8. And if you're listening and you want to follow along and read what we're reading... You can get Marvel Unlimited. That's the app I've been using. It's only ten dollars a month. And a month. Yeah, ten dollars. Or is it a month or a year? I don't remember. I don't remember. But it's it's not super expensive. Um, and you get essentially every Marvel comic they've ever done, um, with the exception of a few. Um, there's some offshoot lesser known comic series that they probably don't have um i haven't not found something i was searching for so more or less i mean if you're looking for something it's probably gonna have it you know anything that they wouldn't have you probably wouldn't search for in the first place the only drawback though about it is you can't get new comic books they only post back issues and i want to say their time limit is six months. Once a comic book has been out for six months, then they upload it. But for me, I mean, for this podcast and just reading in general, I'm reading all old issues anyway. It doesn't matter to me if it just came out this week or if it came out, you know, 60 years ago. Like some of the comics we've read on this podcast. So I highly recommend it. Marvel Unlimited. Some people do Comicsology because that has Marvel... DC, Dark Horse, Image, all that. Although I've heard that they don't have as many comics. There's a lot of series that they don't have. Um, which is a shame because I, I would love to read like Batman comics too. I'm not crazy about much of DC, but I would definitely read the Batman series. But uh, I'm not paying for DC's subscription service and Marvel so I'll just stick with the Marvel comics for now but um you got do you have any thoughts about the the show at least yeah what um yeah he's sass master <laughs> no I was sassy because of what I was about to say it's the sass isn't directed towards you it's directed towards I ask you a simple question you're like yeah no the sass was directed towards dumbass <laughs> The sass was directed towards all the idiots that didn't like the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was reading comments, like, on the official Marvel page, the official Disney page, official WandaVision, whatever. And, well, me and you already talked about it, but yeah. it's just crazy how so many people 
are like, oh, this is stupid and it doesn't make any sense, and they better and if they better make it more exciting if they want people to keep watching. And it's like I'm not even a person that even grew up on comics. I'm not even a person that really knows that terribly much, even though I've watched all the MCU movies, and obviously I hear you go on rants. But even someone who is kind of ignorant and a noob about it all, I still wasn't like, oh, this is stupid. Like, obviously you explained it to me, but even if you yeah. didn't, I still wouldn't have thrown a fit. Well, the problem comes down to short attention spans. Yeah. Uh, I think it's two things. One, because there's not action scenes. You mm-hmm. know, people are like, oh, I don't want to watch a comic book show with no fighting and action scenes. And also the fact that there's, they're not revealing what's going on in the first episode. You know, people want to know right from the very first minute, okay, what's the big reveal? What's the big twist? You got to watch the show to get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they I don't noticed, just reveal noticed, it all in the first episode. I noticed a lot of people were comparing it to The Mandalorian. Like, oh, The Mandalorian was so much more exciting than yeah, and the whole two story. different yeah, styles but of stories. The funny thing is, The Mandalorian, like, they created that Grogu child thing or whatever for the sole purpose of getting people's attention. There was no yeah. legitimate reason to create that thing other than they knew he would be cute and sell a lot of, and make a lot of money. Yeah. So it's like they're all making a big deal about, oh, Mandalorian's better. It's like, yeah, I thought that was stupid. But yeah, if if you're watching it to get all of your questions answered in the first episode, you're and, stupid. And see big CGI battles and aliens and monsters and robots. Yeah, no, it's not. But I think it's it's interesting just because it's it's you know how I would describe it honestly is kind of a psychological thriller. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like, you'll be watching it and, you know, for, let's say, 19 out of 20 minutes, you know, it's like a normal 60s sitcom. But then that one minute, that 60 seconds, you can tell something is very, very wrong, but you don't know what. And then it's back to normal sitcom. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it makes you really think, you know. Um, there are certain theories that I've read. Um, obviously I gave you mine about, um, how she's imagining her perfect family and then she snaps out of it, realizes she was never pregnant in the first place. Um, there was a comic series where she got pregnant in real life, but obviously since the vision is an android, he can't impregnate her. It was actually Mephisto that impregnated her, and I know you don't know who, who Mephisto is. Mephisto is basically Marvel's Satan. He is like the head honcho demon in hell, because Marvel does have a hell. You know what I mean? Uh, Mephisto is basically their Satan. And essentially, Mephisto impregnates her, and she's pregnant with the spawn of Mephisto. It's like a demon child. So maybe that's where they're going with it, or maybe they'll... I personally think it's going to be what I said, where she snaps out of it, realizes she was never really pregnant in the first place. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. New episode comes out, well, technically tomorrow, but by the time this was released, it'll be today. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. We'll, We'll watch it when it comes out. Get all the deets. But I do think 
we read Scarlet Witch and the Vision. We read House of M. I'm thinking our next next week we'll probably take a break from Scarlet Witch. Good idea. Good idea. But you know why we had to do this? After yeah, yeah. watching that, I was like, ooh, 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 House of M. You know? Yeah. But uh, we'll think of something. I I know I said it like three episodes in a row that I want to do the first appearance of Iron Man. And it's like, I wanted to go through and do all the origin stories and first appearances. And we can do some here and there. But I also want to go with more exciting stories. Like this one, for example. You know. I don't really care either way. We might do, maybe we'll read Civil War number one one of these days. Or uh, Avengers Disassembled. Or Secret Wars. Or one of those. You know what I mean? Yeah. Secret Wars is actually really cool. It's one... Another thing they've teased at in uh, the Marvel movies, uh, Secret Wars, a bit of a tangent here, but Secret Wars, you remember the scrolls from Captain Marvel? Of course I do. Okay. I was sexually attracted to them That's for a weird. while. That's weird. But yeah, um, in Secret Wars, the scrolls invaded Earth and they disguised themselves as superheroes. So it's kind of one of those deals where you didn't know who to trust. You know what yeah, I mean? I know. And what the hell is our cat doing? He's trying to get in our cabinet. He's dumb now. But they kind of hinted at that in... Actually, they didn't hit, hint at that in Captain Marvel. They hinted at it in Spider-Man Far From Home. Remember when you find out in the end that Nick yeah, Fury yeah. and Agent Hill were scrolls the whole time? That actually made me really angry. Why? Because it was stupid. It should have been him. Well, then you wouldn't like Secret Wars because that's... When you read Secret Wars, you're reading multiple comics and you think, oh, this is Tony Stark. Oh, this is Carol Danvers. And then five issues later, oh, Actually, it was I'd a scroll the I'd whole time. I'd rather, I'd rather a scroll be Carol Danvers. She's her. not... Okay, she's a good character in the comics. Brie Larson is unbearable, but in the comic books... Carol Danvers is a badass. Alright, let's just put that out there. Okay. Do not let Brie Larson that was like the, ruin that was the Captain poorest, Marvel. That was the poorest choice they could have ever made. Yeah. Such a bland, stupid, jinx. It's not even just that she's bland, she's a bitch. But that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's another tangent. Don't let Brie Larson ruin Captain Marvel. Because in the, Captain, in the comic books, Captain Marvel is badass. She's awesome whatever so with that said we're gonna skedaddle skadoodle on out of here until next week we'll uh see you then <laughs>